1: we programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics, right here on Blog Talk Radio.
2: Greetings and welcome to Hercules and the Space Gods. I am Hercules Invictus, your host. Hercules and the Space Gods is a voyage of discovery that is currently unfolding through our podcasts on Mount Olympus and CERN, select chapters in paranormal anthologies, a variety of live, now Zoom events, and several articles published in various magazines over the past few years. As with our other cosmic endeavors, Hercules and the Space Gods supports all of humanity's efforts to transcend this world and venture forth into the great beyond, be they metaphysical, mechanical, or even imaginal. Tonight, I'm greatly honored to have as my guest, Tim R. Swartz. Tim is an Indiana native and Emmy award-winning television producer videographer. He's the author of a number of popular books, including The Lost Journals of Nikola Tesla, America's Strange and Supernatural History, Tim R. Swartz's Big Book of Incredible Alien Encounters, Geth the Talking Mongoose, Time Travel, Fact, Not Fiction, Richard Shaver, Reality of the Inner Earth, Admiral Bird's Secret Journey Beyond the Poles, and is a contributing writer for books such as Brad Steiger's Real Monsters, Gruesome Critters, and Beasts from the Dark Side, and Real Ghosts, Restless Spirits, and Haunted Places. As a photojournalist, Tim has traveled extensively and investigated paranormal phenomena and other unusual mysteries from such diverse locations as the Great Pyramid in Egypt to the Great Wall in China. He has worked with national and international television networks. He has also appeared on the History Channel's program, Ancient Aliens, and the History Channel Latin America series, Contacts, I'm sure I am you this, His articles have been published in magazines such as Mysteries, Fate, Strange, Atlantis Rising, UFO Universe, Flying Saucer Review, Renaissance, and Unsolved UFO Reports. As well, Tim is the writer and editor of the online newsletter, Conspiracy Journal, a free weekly email newsletter considered essential reading by paranormal researchers worldwide. And Tim is also the host of the webcast program, Exploring the Bizarre. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. live Eastern Standard Time on KCoRadio.com. Greetings and welcome, Tim. How are you? It's been quite a while since we last spoke.
1: Well, hi, Hercules. It's a pleasure to be with you, and thank you very much for this invitation to be with you uh, tonight on top of Mount Olympus.
2: Oh, I'm I'm greatly honored, and I'm proud to be part of your bigger journey because I appear in several of those uh, um, books that uh, you've written or edited.
1: Yes, that's that's correct. Uh, let's see. I mean, I know that you've got uh, uh, a section in the uh, uh, the big book of uh, incredible alien encounters, as well as uh, other books that are published by our good friend uh, Timothy Green Beckley. Tim
2: Beckley, yes. Um, so, so you guys are legends. Uh, and uh, I don't know if i told you before, <laughs> but I grew up reading the things that you guys wrote and wanted to be just like you, investigating mysteries uh, here and there and everywhere. Uh, so thank you for that, for inspiring me so greatly. And I'm really looking forward to hearing your views on time travel. That's a topic that has come up a lot uh, lately Um, especially among people exploring altered states of consciousness. So I'd love to hear um, your thoughts and your conclusions on that.
1: You know, uh, time travel and the mysteries of time, space, our universe and reality is something that has fascinated uh, me for a long time. I, uh, I, I wrote my first book about time travel. It just it it, it kind of actually fell into my lap uh, when uh, uh, Tim Beckley approached me about um, helping him produce a book about time travel. He had originally given the assignment to uh, uh, his writer, the, uh, the 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 infamous Commander X. Yes. Um, unfortunately commander x um had health problems and couldn't mm-hmm. complete his contract so he went and uh, um uh, sent me the material that he had already uh had had put together uh mostly it was just like notes and 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 things like that and then i had to take it add my own uh material and and, and finish up the book for uh, uh for mr beckley so while i was doing that you know um i ran across just some really fascinating personal accounts uh that involved time travel because Portion of the book that Commander X and 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 Tim Beckley were putting together dealt more along the lines of you know possible uh, you know like secret government cons- conspiracies mm-hmm. building actual working time machines and and you know things situated out at you know Area Fifty One and, and, and stuff like that while uh, very interesting is a lot uh, harder to to verify you know the information that that uh, uh, is, is is being put out there uh, but uh, what what really fascinated me and and this also goes back to just my whole journey when it comes to researching not only ufo's but you know ghosts and cryptid creatures and and all kinds of different paranormal phenomena it's the human element of these stories. It's, it's the people that have come to me over the years, uh, with their own, uh, 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 weird tales that they have no idea how to explain them. Um, because, you know, we all have kind of like this little filing system in our head (laughs) (coughs) where, all of our daily experiences are, 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 are filed away. You know, you get up, you have coffee, eat breakfast, get in your car, go to work, uh, you know, come home, go to bed, do it all again. You know, it's it, it, it's all categorized in, in, in various locations in your brain. However, when you have something totally unexpected happen to you, say you're going to work and a flying saucer lands in front of you, and Mm -hmm. uh, little guys come out and you know pick up rocks and gather up some uh, plants and go back in and fly away, for most people, there's no uh, category in their brain to file something like that away. So most people. Yeah. And so, so most people, it's just like, Oh, what do I do? I'm either hallucinating or I'm crazy. And and they can't tell anybody about it because when they do uh, the majority of the time they get laughed at or thought that they're crazy. So, so many people go through their lives with these odd experiences Uh, rattling around in their head, and it just, you know, it it vexes them, so to speak. So when when people come to me to tell me these stories, they're not looking to get paid or to become famous. They want somebody to listen to their story and try to understand them and not laugh at them and uh and and be you know reassured that no you're not crazy other people have had these these same type of of, of experiences you know I, I i believe that uh that you did have some kind of unusual experience and for most people that's all it takes you know i i watch these people they will walk away after they tell me these stories and you, you can tell it's like a, a a weight has been lifted off of their shoulders so when it comes to these time travel experiences that that people have it's it's just like all these other you know bizarre experiences they have no idea what happened to them the only thing that they know is that it did happen to
2: them Mhm I I I know exactly what you're talking about uh, back in uh, Pennsylvania when we lived there for a decade about a decade ago now Um, we uh, had something called the regional folklore society. And uh, in one of the local libraries, we used to hold meetings and the whole Mm -hmm. purpose. And uh, usually I'd have a topic that I discussed uh, for the night, you know, and shadows was a very popular one. Um, You know, hauntings, ghosts, demons, you know, gin, you you name it. I I gave a talk on one point or another, and people would come and listen and then they had a chance to share their stories. So people Mm -hmm. were so glad and not, not all of them came regularly, but they came with what uh, resonated with a story that they couldn't share with their loved ones because, as you pointed out, they would getting made fun of or you know, people would think that they're crazy or they would doubt their own sanity. So here was a chance to listen to other people talk about uh, their experiences and to share their own experience. And that, and that is a valuable service. Uh, so thank you for doing that, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well and uh it it, it it it's really my pleasure because you know I've I have amassed just like you know tons and tons and tons of these these absolutely amazing stories in my files that uh, uh I can then you know pull out and and talk about uh, you know, on on shows like your own, and you know, I, it it does kind of hog off uh, uh, other researchers because the majority of the time, I have to assure the people who are telling me these stories that uh, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to reveal their names or or, or, uh-huh. or anything like that, and you know, and so so face it, I mean, when it comes to anybody who is really trying to um, um, gather properly vetted. Uh, information along these lines you know my my the stories that i have collected they really can't consider them uh you know proper uh information because the majority of the time i won't release the names and and that does that does you know irk you know a a lot of investigators but then again I, get, I think I get a lot more people who are willing to come to me and tell me their stories because they know I'm not going to go and blab and say, oh, well, you know, Joe, Joe Schmo who uh, lives in Pittsburgh, you know, he told me this story. And they're like, oh, no,
2: don't say it. <laughs> Do you find that when people read your books, they come up to you and they let you know of uh, um, their experiences because of something you've written in one of uh, Tim Beckley's anthologies or elsewhere?
1: Uh, you know, I get I get a lot of people who have read uh uh yeah, in, in the books, I get a lot of people who hear uh, uh shows like your own, uh, who will then uh, uh you know uh, approach me, send me an email, you know, a text, you know, something along those lines. So, you know, really anymore uh the the, the sky guy sky's the limit. It's amazing because you know, when I first started doing all this, um you know, when I was in college, I was writing articles for magazines such as, you know, Sagas uh, UFO reports and things like that to, you know, kind of help pay my way through through college. And now uh, there's just all kinds of different venues uh, that, uh, uh, you know, unfortunately the the magazine industry when it comes to uh, uh, uh esoteric subjects like this has really fallen by the wayside there's there's I don't think there's any real uh uh magazine that is published on a uh uh, uh a monthly or even a bimonthly uh, uh rate any longer i mean fate magazine comes out sporadically anymore and you've got forty in times, which you know, out of the the United Kingdom, that still comes out on a on a monthly basis. But um, that's basi- that's basically it. So fortunately, you know, we've got we've got uh, blogs and books. People fortunately are still buying books, uh, mm-hmm. which can also you know you also have the e-books and that, and then you know great shows like this. That you know, I have the opportunity to you know come on and 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 tell these stories and uh, and that's what leads a lot of people to 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 seek me out and and you know, uh, tell of their experiences. And I tell you something, Hercules. Uh, one of the favorite topics is time travel and time slips. Uh, yeah. I read uh, a lot of times that you know uh, the the authors. Who, who write about this kind of stuff, say, oh, well, you know, this doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's weird. Uh, but from all the reports that I get, I think it happens a lot more often than yes. is, uh, 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 that that is being credited to, you know, uh, again, I think it's because a lot of people don't know how to categorize what's happened to them or they're just afraid to talk about it.
2: Have you personally had any time travel or time slope experiences?
1: You know, I had I had an odd experience years and years ago. Um, I was about uh, uh, sixteen, and uh, hadn't had my driver's license for very long. And uh, with the permission of, of my parents, a friend of mine and I decided that uh, we would take a trip down the road and uh, 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 go over into the uh, the next town. Uh, from where we lived, and uh, generally when we would go to this town, uh, which had the uh, uh, the, the area skating rink, we would go to the main road and then go right into this town. But this time we decided we wanted to go left uh, because we'd never been that direction before. and We were, you know, since we had the freedom now uh, of having a driver's license, we'd go left and then you know see what was down this road. Well. You know, wouldn't you know it? Uh, not too far down this road, the uh, I was driving my dad's uh, uh, station wagon, and it got a flat tire. So we pulled off at the side of the road, and uh, uh, you know, fortunately, uh, my dad had taught me how to change a tire. So uh, we were in the process of trying to change it. The problem was is that the shoulder of this road was was kind of gravelly. And we were having trouble with the uh, the, the the jack. The, uh, the the base of the jack kept slipping on the gravel. It wasn't getting a firm hold. And we had stopped next to this um, this house. It was kind of a, a rural setting, so there weren't a lot of houses. But uh, you know, off off the road uh, was like a farmhouse. It had like a sidewalk. It had. Uh, I remember this very clearly. Uh, the 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 path leading up to the house had the uh, uh like uh, teacup, teacup rose bushes uh surrounding very very pretty little uh, uh types of roses well out from this house came an older gentleman and he brought with him a uh, a a piece of plywood that he put under the jack to help support it as we changed the tire and you know he he helped us finish the process and uh you know we thanked him you know like you know uh, really really helped us out and we went on our ways after i told my mom about uh, what had happened she insisted that uh, uh, she made a pie and she insisted that uh, i take this pie back and give it to to this guy as uh, thanks doing this well when I went to the location I couldn't find the house I, I know exactly where we had stopped but the house wasn't there there were trees in the area that indicated that at one time there had been a house there and there were teacup rose bushes that were way overgrown but as for a house, there was nothing there, no foundation even or anything. So, I don't know. You know, was it a time slip? Was it a a ghostly event? The guy didn't seem like a ghost. He seemed very real to me. Um, but I don't know. You know, I've uh, over the years I've I've driven past that area several times uh, uh, when I went back uh, uh, to visit my parents, but that house wasn't there. And, uh, you know, and and I I suppose I should uh, uh, take the time to actually look to see if there was a house at that location, which it seems obvious that it, that there was at one time, but um, there's nothing there now. So, you know, uh, I don't know. Time, time slip go, you know, haunting, who knows you know maybe maybe a little from column a a little from column b
2: that's it. that's a true thing with all the uh, paranormal type of uh, phenomenon uh, they're very difficult to, to classify um and you limit the experience when classified sometimes uh like i brought up shadows and i give talks on shadows fairly often uh are something where the mo You know, what the shadow does and uh, the effect it has on people hasn't changed since antiquity. But you could find Mm -hmm. dozens of explanations for it, everything from uh, UFOs to Incubi to Satyrs to Folletti uh, to ghosts to to demons, uh, even Bigfoot. There there's some Bigfoot stories that have uh, <laughs> a shadow tales in them. So, in, in terms of what they are, it's a reality that's been exist uh, that's been existing since we could write things uh, or convey stories, and people still experience it to this day. Uh, witnessed by the amount of people who, after these talks, come to relate their own, uh, you know, because those have a sexual component, so people aren't as willing to share those uh, publicly. Uh, <laughs> right, it's a phenomenon even today. Um, but how do you class it? Is it, is it UFOs? Is it Bigfoot? Is it ghosts? You know, who knows, but it happens. It happens to people and a lot of times their background will give them the, the clothes to put on it and, and dress it. And other times it'll remain open like a mystery. But uh, yeah, it's a very good point that uh, uh, was it a time slip? Was it an angel? Cause that could easily be an angel story. You know, was it an alternate right. dimension? You know, who, who knows?
1: Well, people love, and and I mean, it's just it's just the way that our brains are made. You know, uh, we we feel like that we have to put things into categories. You know, we have to have that proper little niche. You know, it's uh, you know for for a lot of people, it's either you know black or white, and there's there's nothing in between. And 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 the thing about the whole. World of the paranormal, and and you know, for me, even using the world word paranormal is problematic because, like you said, I mean, you know, you you have say like uh, a ghost and shadow people and and uh, a, a djinn and, and encrypted creatures and, and UFOs. I mean, all of them, all of these things have qualities that could that almost seem to be physical within the physical (laughs) reality especially when it comes to something like say like you know uh, a Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster or or even certain UFO uh, encounters but then again there's also a lot of them that seems to have a paranormal aspect to them as as well I mean you have tons of cases of people who have uh bigfoot experiences where the creature seem to uh, appear and disappear you know in in, in flashes of uh, of light or uh, communicate uh, with the witnesses uh, uh, using telepathy so yeah. um you know it's it's i i, I think that um we spend way too much try, time trying to you know uh classify these things and put them in their 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 little columns and in we should instead just spend more time uh, uh studying the experiences as they are without trying to say oh well see you know this is bigfoot he's a physical creature you know oh, he, this is a ghost it's you know it's it's you know paranormal and uh but uh considering the problem that uh that that Modern science has, anyway, with these kinds of experiences, uh, we're we still we still have a long road ahead of us, uh, trying to understand these kinds of things,
2: especially now with the new uh, quantum uh, uh, physics and all the different. uh, uh, theories that are spinning from that, and they're penetrating into the new age and into uh, studies of the quote-unquote paranormal, uh, and uh, th- that's very interesting. Some of the the uh, uh, the theories that have been put forth uh, under that umbrella.
1: Oh yeah, well, and and you know you have to you know you have to understand also that I mean there there has been attempts. You know for uh, 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 For a long time To try to understand uh, Paranormal phenomena Within the realm Of science and and, you know I mean I have to agree I have to agree that You know all of this stuff I'm sure falls Into some kind Of um,
0: you know uh,
1: uh, Scientific uh, Um Um um, uh, Um, realm. It's just that, you know, we don't, we we just don't understand it yet. Uh, You know, it was was like uh, um, uh, when before people understood or, you know, before scientists understood that uh, uh, meteorites could fall from the sky, you know, I mean, they, they would get these reports, you know, some farmer said that this, you know, this, this big rock Flew out of the sky and landed in his field, and they're just like, "Yeah, right." You know, right. this guy's been drinking the meat, been drinking the meat a little uh, too much. Yeah, it's it's the same thing today. <clears throat> when it comes to you know the things that we're we're talking about, it just is not within our current understanding and uh you know I, and a lot of people do like to you know throw out uh, uh, the terms you know quantum science and things like that but uh,
0: uh, uh
1: again it, it this kind of stuff may be even beyond uh, uh, uh that realm of scientific understanding, you know, and, and into, uh, 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 you know, studies that uh, really haven't even been uh, developed yet. So, you know, who, who knows, but uh, I, I, I encourage everybody uh, to not discount any of this kind of phenomenon uh, by using the reasoning well it doesn't make sense it, it doesn't sound scientific uh it just sounds crazy again i'll point back you know it used to sound crazy that uh people saw rocks falling from the sky but uh right. you know there you go <laughs>
2: have i ever told you my uh my ghost cat story no no
1: tell me about it.
2: This is one of those things, again, how do you how do you classify this? But it, it happened. Uh, back when, again, we were in Pennsylvania and we had our society uh, where we studied uh, um, local folklore, uh, we were investigating, like, all sorts of things like uh, cryptids and, you know, hauntings and all sorts of things. But one of these things, um, one of the things that happened to us personally was uh, uh, we have cats. We're cat people. Now we're dog people, too. But back then we were uh, just cat people. So we had cats. And uh, one of the cats wasn't a physical cat. You could mm. sometimes see it. And other people who come over, like they were visiting the Poconos, so they'd stay over, you know, for a few days or something. They ask about the the gray Siamese, and we didn't have any gray <laughs> Siamese. Were physical cats, but every everybody's seen this, and you could feel it rubbing against your leg. And you look down, and there's no cat there. You could hear cat food crunching when all the cats are on the bed, and you know there weren't any mice uh, in the kitchen. Otherwise, the, the cats would be there, not on the not on the bed. Uh, so anyway, uh, for, for all I didn't know whether to acknowledge this or not. You know, because uh, when you deal with uh, the quote-unquote paranormal, not everything is as it initially appears uh, to be. Uh, but mm. this thing hung around for about uh, two years, and uh, a lot of people had seen it, so whatever it was, it, it was there. It wasn't doing anything bad. Uh, so I named it Ghost, because what else was I going to name it? Um, <laughs> it's a proper and, name, yeah. <laughs> then we had got a cat, and the cat was pregnant, so the cat had kittens. And one of the kittens, even though the, the mother wasn't a Siamese, looked like a gray Siamese. So uh, Mm. I called out ghost and the newborn kitten started trying to walk towards me. And the the never behaved like a kitten does behaved like a grown cat. And we still have that cat, you know, many years uh, later. Um, And uh, so again, what do you call that? You know, was she a ghost? What what was she? She had a reality, but it wasn't how we normally define reality but enough people shared in whatever reality she was in and could refer back to the experiences they had that, yeah, they were real in some, in some sense. So uh, uh, that's another, I I didn't know how to classify it, but we have the cat. So, and her name is ghost. So uh, there you go.
1: So now did, uh, did any of your friends who saw the cat when it was, Still, you know, just the ghost before the uh, the kitten was born, and then saw the physical ghost after it was born and grew up. Uh, Did uh, 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 did they say you know that's the cat that I saw years ago?
2: No, because the mother wasn't a Siamese when the cat was first born. When Ghost was first born, she looked like a Siamese, and then she Mm -hmm. became a black cat. Uh, So she. Ah, Oh,
1: okay, okay.
2: but again, she had weird reactions uh, to people, and she didn't behave like a kitten either. I wrote an article on that a long time ago. I might, I might have a copy of it somewhere um, in a local paper because I, you know, I'm an eccentric person. So I was known for doing <laughs> eccentric, eccentric groups at the library. So <laughs> that's
1: that's a great story, and you know, I mean, it's just uh, it it. it and and again those are the type of stories that I love uh because it's 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 that personal aspect to it that to me really brings it home that that these are actual experiences that people are having because uh you know I mean it's not How do how do I I don't I don't I don't want to say you know I don't want to you know belittle your story but I mean it's not like uh, a, a huge it's not a huge spectacular story you know like where where a UFO flies over your house and you know knocks a tree down or you know and something like that No, instead it's more of it, it, it's a more intimate type of of story and, and to me those are the most compelling. Uh, when it comes to 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 this kind of of, of phenomena, um, and you know, and I've said this you know before on 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 other shows, I think that everybody has had yeah. at least one and probably more of of these kinds of experiences in their life. They just, uh, uh, I think, a lot of people tend to dismiss them as, oh well, I didn't you know, I didn't really see what. I think mm-hmm. I saw, or or just try or just try to forget it, because uh, I mean I know that uh, I've I've talked to people who have had like an unusual experience, say with a friend, and then years later, the friend will completely deny that anything yeah. ever happened. Oh, I don't, I, you know, Oh, I don't remember that, that, you know, or, or that's not what, that's not what happened. And, you know, the other person is like, Oh my God, you were there with me at the time. We both saw it and acknowledged it, you know, now, and now you deny it. So, I mean, that's, 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 that's one of the other, you know, fascinating things, you know, about, uh, um, you know, th- this kind of stuff. I, w- I was going to say Hercules, though, that uh, if, if the cat that uh was born uh, uh you know looked like the 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 ghost cat that uh, uh, some people had seen in in your house you know i'd almost say that yeah that that could very easily have been say like a uh, a time slip type of of situation you know uh, uh where rather than uh, the, the 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 people or even the cat Having you know uh, it, it, experiencing the time slip. instead you get like it's almost like the impressions of the physical reality of this cat uh, appearing before it even was born, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, uh, it's it, it, it's it's almost like I'm sure you've heard about the um, the the memory. Uh, the place memory effect when it yeah. comes to certain kinds of hauntings, where it seems like a house has become almost like a uh, a, a recording device that plays back some kind of usually a traumatic event uh, that happened at one point. And, you know a person being either of the right mind or at the right time and place will see this event occurring in front of their eyes, almost like, you know, uh, like a videotape being replayed over and over again, but there doesn't appear to be any kind of consciousness or, or intelligence involved with that. I think that sometimes you can see that happen, but rather than something that happened in the past, you'll have a replay of something that's going to happen in the future, uh, because, you know, I think that, that, that time and our whole reality is a lot more plastic, malleable, maybe, yeah. than mm-hmm. that we realize. And, uh, uh, and, and considering the way our consciousness works, mm-hmm. that it actually exists outside of time and space, and, uh, uh, you know, our, our bodies are more like radio receivers, you know, picking up this, this, you know, our, our, our consciousness, wherever, you know, wherever this other reality is, uh, we then have the ability uh, because of that to uh, underwrite under the right conditions to perceive time as it actually is, which is there is no real Past, present, or future—it just kind of all exists at the same time.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, a lot of people I've spoken to recently on the show uh, who do like meditation, like lots and lots of meditation, and I guess I could include myself there. I meditate uh, twice a day on arising and you know before retiring. Um, you get to these states, you know, once you can navigate like past alpha and like some of the other. Uh, more difficult states uh, to attain, you get into places of like uh, timelessness uh, Mm -hmm. where it it doesn't seem that, uh, you know, time exists. It seems like it exists, but it's part of something rather than it being the way things uh, normally are. And it's difficult to describe uh, because, again, things don't unfold the way they unfold uh, in our experience, you know, linearly uh, and moving uh, forward. Um, but it, it's a very familiar type of thing, and um, a lot of people have déjà vu's um, or synchronicities. And I've always right. felt like a time slip of some sort, you know.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and that's that's just that's
1: just it, Hercules. Is that I mean, you know, when you're in these meditative states or 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 sometimes you know when people have you know intense feelings of euphoria
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: they'll uh, they'll 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 get into that that state and it it becomes perfectly clear you know I mean it's like this aha moment that people have and they'll see it all, and it's just like, oh of course, that makes perfect sense, but then when you try to describe yeah. it there's no there's no words for it you know you can't describe it yeah. uh uh we don't we don't have the right words we don't you know our our material brains just cannot go any further than just trying to come up with maybe some kind of vague uh, uh descriptions i've i've had some people tell me that it was almost like they they could see time and reality is almost like they were in orbit looking down and they could see it all spread out uh, it, 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 in front of them. But again, they're trying to describe something using material words and material concepts for something that is just, you know, really outside of, of 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 the material world. And you know, and, and, and that's okay. I mean, you know, that's just uh, that's just the way it is. Um but uh and, and, and on on top of that you also have to take into consideration that not only is are you able to perceive in these states the 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 uh Uh, time, but also all of the other alternative realities that make up this multiverse. And I mean, you know, not only uh, do you have uh, an infinite number of of universes, uh, but there's also within these universes uh, 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 an infinite number of parallel realities and times. Yeah, uh, which uh, I, that that alone is enough to cause, you know, most
2: people's I heads thought. to explode. <laughs> if you dreams you could start getting a sense of that because in dreams it's a 3D mm-hmm. holographic uh, experience that you find yourself in. And sometimes you're the participant, sometimes you're the observer, sometimes you're the participant and the observer simultaneously, which is paradoxical, uh, but common when you're working with uh, dreams. Uh, you can become aware you're dreaming and then start messing around with the dream and uh, having it unfold uh, the way uh, you'd like. Um, and uh, also, you become aware that your awareness is like the little pointer on the computer, and that there's mm-hmm. so much stuff happening simultaneously that there's no way that your awareness can you know, even begin to explore it all. So you you get a sense of you know just like this inf- infinite possibilities, you know, uh, and how limited we we truly are, despite our vastness. Uh, and uh, the abilities we don't even know we have yet, because of the world uh, we live in and how we're conditioned. I
1: have a I have a personal theory, and 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 this isn't new. I mean, you know, others have have um, suggested this as well over, over the centuries. Is that um, uh, whatever our consciousness is, you know, our spirit, soul, you know. Uh, what have you is not only in the bodies that we have here, but also in probably an infinite number of other bodies and realities all across time and space, multiverse, uh, uh, parallel realities. Uh, we, we talk about say like reincarnation, past lives. Well, instead of thinking about, yeah, I, you know, I, I lived in a past life a thousand years ago. Uh, you know, I was a, uh, a, a stone worker in, 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 Palestine. Well, instead of thinking that that, that happened a thousand years ago and is now gone, instead think that as you are living this life right now, you're also living that life a thousand years ago and any other lives that uh, are, are, are scattered in the past and the future and in the infinite realities and, uh, and, and, and multiverses. And when you dream, I think that a lot of times, and a, and a lot of times dreams are just dreams, you know, they're, they're your brains decompressing and, and things like that. But there are times where you will have a dream that you know is different. That you are experiencing one of your other lives. You're getting a glimpse of of something, some other place where where you are all living right now. Uh, and and uh, uh, I know a lot of times I will have these dreams where I know people in the dreams. I know their history. I know our history uh, mm-hmm. together and but then you wake up and you're like I don't know that person where yes. did that come from or you take it a little bit further where you're in a relationship with somebody in this dream and when you wake up you know there's this profound sense of loss yes uh because you you, you know you know that you were with this other person and now you're you're not and it's almost like you know you've you've lost them and and it's because i think that uh, that that we are experiencing you know an uh, probably an infinite number of of lives and realities at the same time that you are 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 having this life now and and I, and i know that for a lot of people that's that's a concept that's just like oh my god i can barely handle this life don't make me think about you know me having an almost infinite number of other lives that i have to deal with
2: I find it comforting <laughs> the, the <kind> of, <laughs> again this is just uh, another version of a timeless tale that you're living out, and uh, we're not supposed to understand all of it we're not we're not designed to understand all of it, just whatever you know comes into our sphere of uh um, awareness but yeah that's an amazing thing in dreams that you live in places, uh, you're in relationships with people you have different types of occupations and, and and again it's it's natural to you you don't question it no matter how alien and not in a UFO sense it, it might be to your waking consciousness. Um, and uh, yes you do mourn uh, some of them when you awake and you remember them and you know you, you see what was and now it's not there anymore. Yeah, it's, uh, it 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 truly
1: is amazing and 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 I and and I I just I I don't think that it's that it's just a you know a construct of your mind uh, uh, uh in an attempt to uh uh, uh, uh create uh, create memories from what happened, you know, to you the day before and, you know, to uh, uh, categorize your experiences and and things like that by your brain making up little stories, Uh, which, I mean, you know, your brain brain does that and – you know, like I said before, you you do have just these regular, you know, weirdo dreams that uh, uh, you know where you feel like you're you know you're flying or or just sitting around you know talking to your dead parents or, or whatever. Uh, but then again, you know you can tell there's 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 a difference between just these regular decompression dreams, as I call them and these glimpses into your other other lives your other your other realities
2: very very true and uh, some of these uh, one of the things I I've been working with my dreams since I was a young kid now I'm in my 60s so I've like notebooks and notebooks and notebooks full of uh, dreams and what I noticed over the years are that there are like like repeat locations you know places where mm-hmm you'll be in a dream, then you won't be in that place for another five years that you could recall. You know, you might be there continuously or some part of you, but, you know, in terms of the dream, you become aware of it. And uh, I found that there were some of these places where things change and time seems to progress, not in the same rate that it progresses for us, but, like, in a slightly different, like, the years pass uh, differently or maybe, uh, you know, you're accessing a future of that place that's further beyond where we are in the future um, here. And those are really Mm -hmm. interesting. And I've actually met a handful of people uh, because I used to give dream classes and uh, I talk about all sorts of strange things. Uh, And I've actually met a handful of people who've been to these places (laughs) and were able to describe them. It was like something out of Lovecraft's uh, uh, dream realms, you know, where uh, he Mm. had that Stories where people describe like these locations and these uh, uh, people that are there, and it's like, "Hey, I've been there." Then you can add to the story, and uh, so again, that's happened to me a handful of times. So uh, that further led uh, credence to the fact that uh, there's something more going on than our you know, imaginations uh, or digesting food and producing uh, images, <laughs> and also right. with chronic journeying or astral projection. Uh, mm-hmm. That. An interesting paradox because uh, you know if you work on that with a bunch of people, eventually you start sharing common elements and dreams, and sometimes very similar dreams. And the same with uh, the drumming and like the astral projection that goes uh, with that. And when you're talking about it afterwards, and people are referring to a place and experiences that they share, but not in the waking state what is reality then? If you have a bunch of people who could refer to something happening and have memories of it and can describe and agree that these things happen in the way that everybody was mutually describing, it didn't happen in the waking world. So where did mm-hmm. it happen? And then isn't that real too, if you could remember it and refer to it with other people rather than it being a product of your own mind?
1: Oh, I think so. I think so. I mean, our, um, our conscious state, our conscious reality is really just a very small aspect of what is really going on um, in this universe, in this reality, and, and all the other realities. But uh, uh, <clears throat> because our physical brains evolved to work Within the material world, and 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 face it, you know, basically, uh, we're not that far removed from our very primitive ancestors who came out of the cave and threw no. rocks at the moon. Um, uh, so uh, our our brains really are still within that a- aspect of um, uh, hiding in the bushes so we don't get eaten by the tigers uh so when you start trying to deal with things that go beyond our our very tunnel vision view of of our reality. Heck if we could even see just slightly beyond the light spectrums that our eyes are set up to see uh probably a lot of people would just go crazy you know because there's no telling what is real what else is going on around us that we can't see you know because they're just outside of our 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 na- narrow visual spectrum so you take that a, a step further into say the parallel and alternate realities that you know you know who knows um, uh, how they exist, whether they're on a slightly different vibrational plane or, or, or whatever. I'm, I'm not even going to try to hazard a guess on you know the, the scientific reality on, on how mm-hmm. they operate. I just know I just know that they do. Um, uh, again, for a lot of people who can uh, uh, barely <laughs> who can barely deal with uh, 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 slight changes in their daily activities, you know, you you start pulling in alternative realities uh, that that exist right along with us. And, you know, like I said before, most people, their brains would just explode
2: (laughs) and they just curl up in a
1: fetal position.
2: (laughs) That's that's very true. So maybe uh, we're blessed by not... uh having access to all this experience because it can easily overwhelm you. And as you pointed out, uh, you know, life here in, in this world is challenging enough, especially now.
1: Right. Right. Well, and you know, I've, I've talked about before, um, you know, I've, I've talked about time slips, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, time for time slip phenomena, um, is it's defined as an event, uh, when the moment from the past or, heck, even the future seems to spontaneously intrude on the present uh, through you know, unex, uh, unexplained means. And for somebody who has gone through this, and the most common seems to be if they uh, uh, have an experience where it seems like they have briefly visited the past or at least gotten a glimpse uh, mm-hmm. uh, of the past, and, and for a lot of these experiences, I mean, it's just uh, it's just as real as us right now, you know, sitting in front of our microphones and, and, and talking back and forth to each other. It, a guy would be say, you know, walking down the street, and all of a sudden the uh the, the the concrete sidewalk turns into bricks the cars disappear to be replaced by uh uh horse drawn uh carriages they can smell say like uh, the wood burning stoves in the airs they can hear uh, uh you know children playing in the yards i mean it's it's just as real for that brief moment as uh, as everyday reality and uh, and then suddenly they find themselves back in, in the present time. So, you know, for the longest time when I, you know, wrote and investigated these types of experiences, you know, naturally you have to take the assumption that, you know, well, you know, somehow uh, this person got a glimpse of a past or, you know, or, or future event. But there are some kind of, of, of weirdo uh, uh, time slip events where somebody say they'll stop at a restaurant and, and get something to eat, you know, pay and leave. They like the restaurant so much, they go back later, only to find the restaurant isn't there. And mm-hmm. the weird thing is, is that there never was a restaurant there. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like it was a time slip where they saw and experienced the past. There never was a restaurant at that location. So instead... Are some of these time slip events more of uh, visiting a parallel reality? One that could be, and, and it's interesting because you had kind of uh, brought this up a little bit uh, you know, earlier, Hercules, that uh, their their timeline may be a little bit slower than ours. So it would seem more like you were visiting the past. Some of them, the, the timeline may be a little bit faster, so it seems like we're visiting the future so i think that some of these time slip events are more along the lines of of visiting uh actually physically visiting uh, uh these these alternative parallel realities that uh, that exist alongside of our own but of course you know the words that i'm using here uh you know alternative realities uh, uh past present ref- and future those are just vague descriptions because we really have no idea on actually how the universe works. Again, we're just trying to uh, 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 categorize things that really are uncategorizable. Is that a word? Uncategorizable?
2: <laughs> now it is. And I wish we had more time. We're reaching the end of our conversation today. And I, this can go on for for hours Thank you so very much, uh, Tim. I have to invite you on more often. And uh, if you'd like to share how people can uh, find your books and find you, and uh, is the broadcast still going on?
1: Yes, yes. It's uh, Exploring the Bazaar. It's heard Thursday nights at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern on uh, KCOR, Digital Radio Network, with uh, uh, myself and Tim Beckley. And uh, uh, all of our books, you can uh, find them on Amazon.com, and our website is ConspiracyJournal.com.
2: Awesome. Um, Any last words you have to leave with people who might have had a strange experience uh, that they may not have shared or they may have shared with their loved ones and gotten the predictable response? um, How they would go about uh, learning more about uh, these wider worlds that we don't quite understand but that we experience? Sure.
1: Well, uh, I just want to tell people that, uh, uh, you know, if you've had a, a, a bizarre experience and you, you don't know uh, what's going on, you're uh-huh. not crazy. <laughs> you know, you're not crazy. Other people have probably had uh, the same experiences. Uh, heck, just get on and, uh, you know, and, and, and Google it and you'll find probably that uh, that you're not alone. And uh, And and don't be afraid. You know the, the the world is and the universe is a is is a big wonderful yeah, beautiful thing and uh, enjoy your experiences because that's that's really what makes life so fantastic.
2: Thanks again, Tim. That's an awesome way to end the show. And thanks to everybody who listened tonight, whether you're listening live or later on on demand. Until next time, this is us wishing you joyous journeys and amazing adventures. Uh, We're going to end today with cry freedom.